Hello, my name is Rita Balligan and you are listening to the Big Picture Podcast, a podcast where we dive deep into the minds of creative business owners and people who are striving in their careers. With every successful person, there is more than what meets the eye. There is a story, a bigger picture. And every week, I'll be finding out what that is, the how, the why, and when. Are you ready to be inspired? I am. Let's go. Hey everyone and welcome to another episode of the Big Picture Podcast. Super, super excited to be here today, but I feel like I'm always excited and I'm not putting it on, like I'm genuinely excited to be here and to have this conversation I'm about to have with my guest. Um, So my word of the day today, and I'm not going to lie, I had to take the word from my guest today because I kind of forgot to bring a word and now there's no Wi-Fi where I'm at so I couldn't even search for one. So my word of the day today is Petrica and basically what that means is when it's been raining and you know when there's like this smell of like freshness after a really warm day and it rains and it's just like (sighs) and it's Petrica it's like this fresh smell I don't know like it kind of reminds me of like a new lease it's like a new you know that feeling it's like Ah, you know, Petrica. (laughs) (laughs) So that's my word of the day today. (laughs) Anyway, right, my guest today is a super, 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 super amazing guest. Um, I'm not going to lie, before I was coming, I was like, oh, what do I wear? You know, what do I wear today? Because she just looks amazing every time, effortlessly stylish. And in case you're wondering, I didn't bring a fly outfit. I just gave up and just wore something simple because I can't compete with her. Her, you look great. her sleighs are just <laughs> amazing. <laughs> but today I have with me the amazing blogger, um, fashion and lifestyle blogger, um, creative director, and her name is Fasaya. Longe, did I get it right? Yes. Yes. Hi guys. I'm so excited to be here. So happy to have you. Honestly, like I just in this podcast is all about just getting people who I feel no, not even who I feel, people who inspire me, you know, and people that I can see and I'm like, wow, like I love what she's doing, I love what they're doing. It could be male or female, whatever. But um yeah, I was just really excited to have you on because I've been following you for ages. I've spoken to you on several occasions and I just love what you do. Thank you. Literally. So, yeah, let's just get into it. How are you? I'll never I'm ask how, my, how people are. You're good? Yeah, I'm good. I'm tired, but I'm good. Yeah? I'm great. Yeah, life is good right now. That's what I like to hear. <laughs> life is good. Um, so, yeah, I'm just going to get right into it. Um, I like to start with the question, who are you? So, who is Fasayo? Mm, okay, so I am Fasayo Longa. I am... A 26-year-old Nigerian woman who Mm. lives in London. Mm -hmm. Um, I am, as you said, a fashion, travel, lifestyle blogger and owner and creative director of a clothing brand called Kai Collective. Um, Who am I? Oh, my God, that is such a deep question. I don't have a problem with deep questions, but who am I? Okay, I'm a... I love traveling. Mm. I love, like, spending time with my friends. Mm. I'm big on friendships. I'm big on just like love and mm. empathy and mm. showing that to people mm. um spending time with people who support and encourage and who I can support and encourage I love big minds mm. I love people who think beyond the surface mm. um who are willing to open their minds and take on new 
thoughts mm-hmm. and like change their thoughts when presented with new information. Yeah. Um and just discover more people who have a lease for life. Mm. Yeah, that's who I am really. I love my work. I work a lot, so that's yeah. a big part of my identity. Mm. But I'm trying to forge an identity that's independent of work mm. and I'm still you know working on that because I just work all the time because it's my hobby you know yeah my work is my hobby so I spend a lot of time on that and sometimes you can get lost between mm. like there can be no different yeah, station yeah, definitely between your work and your identity so that's something I'd like to work on but yeah that's a summary of who I am that I- is deep <laughs> That is deep. Like, from the offset, I just love how you just know yourself. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, you just had so many layers to what you just said. I love it. Wow. I'm (laughs) like, girl, okay, okay. I love that. I love that. I was just thinking as I went along. No, that's amazing. I I mean, have you always, I mean, because like I said, I like to always start from the beginning. Um, Have you always been so sure of who you are? I thought I was. So I've, like had an idea of who I was. I ha- I've never really been lost. Mm. So I've had an idea of who I was from when I was like maybe 17, 18. Because mm-hmm. before that, I never really thought about it too much. I don't yeah. know. I, I'm not sure who I was or I don't know. Yeah. Um, like I, can't rem- I can't remember a time before yeah. then. Um, yeah. But yeah, but it has changed a lot over mm-hmm. the years. And so I thought I knew myself when I was like 18. Mm. And when everything changed, when I changed the way I thought about people, religion, life, everything, mm. I kind of felt like I was lost, but it was just growth yeah, and evolution and yeah. changing the way, you know, my mind worked and yeah, yeah. opening my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, so I wasn't really lost. I was just growing. Yeah. So course. yeah, I've known myself since, let's say like 17, because I don't re- really remember time before that. Mm. But I've changed, I've challenged myself mm. over and over again. I've kind of redefined myself because I, I know myself, but what comes with knowing yourself is knowing the things that are not great about yourself and working to change that. Absolutely. So that's kind of, that doesn't end. Yeah, exactly. And that's actually really important actually to know the things that aren't great about yourself and actually face it head on and not try and hide from it and say, oh, well, that's who I am. That's how it is. You know, people don't like it and that's the end of that. But actually sometimes it's just to, trash yeah. you have I mean to I've said that a few it. times like yeah this is just who I am yeah. but then later I go and think about same, it same yeah is this who I want to be no exactly so. that's the question is that who I want to be so deep yeah. so obviously like you said you are a not only a lifestyle travel and fashion blogger you also have your own business as well when did you decide to get into fashion because like I said you're naturally quite you're fashionable I just feel like you exude fashion so where did this begin Thank you. Um, my mom says I've always been fashionable. I disagree, but basically on my 11th birthday, I looked... Uh, I have to find a picture, <laughs> but I looked like Lil' Kim. And <laughs> she still talks about how all the adults were like, how the hell did you let her wear that? Like, I had a choker. I had my, it was my real hair, but it looks like a wig. It was like a bob mm-hmm. with a fringe. I had some, like, diamantes on my face. I wore a mono strap. I wore platform slippers. It was a wow, lot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I don't really consider myself fashionable. I didn't really set out to work in fashion. I was going, I wanted to be a lawyer. Oh, wow. um, but that's a whole journey in itself because yeah. I didn't end up studying law. Okay. Um, so when I didn't get into the uni, I was meant to go for law. I started a fashion blog mm-hmm. and that was in January of 2012. Okay. And then I had my blog and then in 
let's say 2015 Mm -hmm. i started feeling like i wanted to start a clothing brand Mm -hmm. and just do more have Mm -hmm. something that was bigger than just my blog not just have to wait for collaborations to come to me Mm. and i kind of had a big idea of a clothing brand that i want to have which is not even what it is now it's kind of bigger Mm -hmm. um which i i'm still on track to do yeah um as i progress and so let's say 2015 i started you know i want to do this and then in 2016 i launched kai and that's that's just how it's gone but i never really thought from the beginning that like I wanted to work in fashion no wow so you mentioned that you wanted to study law initially so because that's such a drastic change from law to fashion (laughs) Mm, thing is I don't even know if it's so yeah I guess it is drastic I don't know I feel like everyone is multi-dimensional like I wanted to study law because I'm interested in criminal law and I'm Mm -hmm. interested in like injustice and seeking justice for Mm -hmm. people and I was just very intrigued by things like the death penalty and I spent ages like reading up on them Mm. so when it came to uni I thought what am I interested in law I guess yeah so I wasn't passionate about any areas of law apart from criminal law yeah but then I don't really have the personality where I would be a successful criminal lawyer I'm too emotional Mm. so I'll be too emotionally attached and I'd be crying in the the court (laughs) like it would just be a mess um and I realized that a law degree was much more than just criminal law. So yeah. I kind of wasn't that crazy about it. Yeah. So when it didn't come through, it wasn't the end of the world. Yeah. Um, I did get into uni for law and anthropology. But then I, by this time, I was working as an accountant at KPMG. It's a really wow. long story. No, I but that's know. what we're here for. Seriously, <laughs> go into it. Honestly, it's okay, all part so, of your journey. So I was meant to do law at Warwick. Mm-hmm. Um, the grade requirements were three A's. I eventually got AAB, was really disappointed because all my life I'd gotten all A's. I thought it was the end of the world. Yeah. I took a gap year. I worked in KPMG during my gap year. During that time, they um, asked me to come on full time and they would sponsor my uni because they have a program. Mm-hmm. And so I did that. I went to Durham to study accounting part time while I worked at KPMG full time. Wow. I hated being an accountant. I left. When I left, I worked as a merchandising assistant at Liberty. All this time, I was, I've was i been running my blog since um, the summer when I didn't get into Warwick. Yeah. And I knew that I wanted to um, have a fashion business, but yeah. I wasn't sure what exactly was going to be. Then I got into LSE for law and anthropology, but I didn't end up going... I've applied to uni so many times, but now I just finished my first year of uni studying anthropology at UCL. Congratulations. Um, Thank you. Um, Which I love. It's such a great degree. And that's how I'm here, really. So, yeah, I left KPMG, went to Liberty, realized I didn't want to work. Well, I knew I didn't want to be employed in fashion. I wanted to work for myself. And that's how I'm here. I just worked on the blog and stuff full time. Wow. And then this journey. Yeah. <laughs> See, it's, and I feel like every little bit of that, though, has obviously led you to where you are now. Because yeah, sure. working in accountancy, like knowing how to, num- numbers are important in business. You need to know your numbers, like you yeah. need to know your costs. So everything is like led to literally this moment now. Yeah. What made you decide to go back to university? So my parents always wanted me to go back to uni being you know, Nigerian, like high achieving parents, Um, especially my mom. Well, both of them were adamant, but my mom is the one who I thought would like lose her mind if I didn't go back, which is so funny because I I got an an opportunity 
during the year, which actually fell through, but it would have meant that I couldn't complete my first year of uni. Oh, wow. And I spoke to her, she's like, yeah, I'm over uni, just, you know, take it if you get it. And I was looking at her like, what? You were the one who was like, you must go to uni. We fought so much about that. But the thing is, I told her that I wasn't going to go back to uni for her. Yeah. I could only go back to uni if I genuinely wanted to go back because otherwise I would There's not no complete point. it. Yeah. I'm that type of person. Yeah. I can only do what I want to do. Yeah. I'm really, I, I don't do things for anyone yeah. else but myself, which yeah. some people think is selfish, but it works for me. So that's yeah. fine. <laughs> probably a selfish way to see it but yeah whatever <laughs> um so i the reason i went back to uni was i listened to i listened to a lot of podcasts yeah. funny enough mm-hmm. and i listened to lewis house podcast called the school of greatness mm-hmm. and he had scooter braun on his podcast and scooter braun used to man um manages like ariana used to manage kanye manages mm-hmm. justin bieber he's really rich yeah. basically and he spoke about how he dropped out of uni and he regrets that and he mm. wishes he had finished. And I just thought, if this guy is like super rich, and which is all I it. want to be, yeah. I don't really <laughs> think I care. I love my degree and I'm enjoying it, but I, I'm not like a scholar. I'm never going to do like a PhD. Yeah. I just prefer the lessons I learn from life than yeah. the ones I learn in a classroom. Yeah. But I thought I never want to have this regret and it's now or never. Like I'm never going to go back to be an undergrad student in 10 years or anything because yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not interested like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So I thought, I'm doing it now or I'm never doing it again. By this time, I'd done UCAS like four times and I'm like, I don't want to do it ever again in my life. (laughs) And then this company wanted me to be on their board and they sent me a list of people who were already on the board and Mm -hmm. beside everyone's name, it had their degree. Mm. And most people had like, BA and P and MSc and some people had PhDs mm. and I don't think that this is a healthy view I'm just saying you know yeah. my experience yeah of course but just the thought that if I did join it I wouldn't have anything beside my name mm. made me feel insecure and I'm a very secure person and I didn't like that feeling and for me the solution to that was just go and get a degree so mm. you have one degree beside yeah. your name yeah. and as I said I don't think that that's necessarily healthy because I don't think that those things should define us Yeah. but it is what it is that's how I felt yeah so yeah yeah and that's, that's what you how, can do yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow so how that leads me to how do you balance actually do you know what before I got into how you balance things I want to then I want to kind of dig into your journey so far as a business owner because I know that it's not easy especially when it's a startup you know no one in your family's done it before it's not like even if it was kind of passed on it's that has its own challenges so what kind of challenges have you faced with Kai Collective oh, everything everything <laughs> everything from well, cash flow as a startup is yeah. just that there can never be enough money. Yeah. Especially when you don't have investors, which yeah. I don't have and yeah. which I don't want yet. Okay. Um, Yeah. So cash flow, having enough cash to mm. do the things you want you to do, do, have yeah. the packaging you want to have, have the website you want to have is such a huge challenge. I yeah. know you know about yeah. that as well. Um, Just marketing. Yeah. Budget for market. It all revolves around money, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. Um. You know, getting enough sales at the beginning. Um, honestly, most of my struggles are to do with money. I love, yeah. I love it. I love the creativity. I mm. love the shooting, the working with models. Well. I shoot the models myself. So wow. as I said, I just got back from Sevilla, yeah. shooting my spring um, summer campaign, and 
I don't, not that I find that easy, but I don't find it challenging. Mm. All my main challenges have been to do with money. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, Yeah. that's the main challenge all the time. Like, how did you go about starting though? Because it's not, like you mentioned, it's not like you went to go and study fashion and you know, okay, A, B, C, this is how I'm supposed to do it. You've literally just, this is what I want to do. So what, how did you actually get into it? Like, what was the beginning the beginning was just wanting to do it and saying to my mom, let's go on holiday to Turkey. I hear there's manufacturers in Turkey. Wow. And turning up there and finding fabric and looking for manufacturers, which was very unconsciously incompetent, as my mom would say, because that's not how you find manufacturers. Yeah. But that's what I did. Yeah. And we found some. They were not great, so I don't work with them anymore. Yeah. But I'm really happy about how I did it because if I knew how challenging it was or how unprepared I was, I would not have started when I started. And I really believe in just starting. Like mm. I'm someone who strives for greatness. So mm. even if when I start, I'm not great or good, I will always work to get there. Mm-hmm. So for someone like me, it's better for me to just start mm-hmm. than sit down and think of... How will I do it? Yeah, and good? all the things that could yeah. go wrong. And I was a lot more adventurous than I am now. And I loved that version of myself because there wasn't much to lose. Now there's a bit more to lose. I'm Mm. still adventurous, but then I would have done anything and I would have started anything. So I Mm. really just started unconsciously incompetent and it just got me to where I am now. I always say that I think it's important with these sorts of things, creative careers, like people come to me and they're like, oh, I want to be a blogger or I want to be a stylist. I'm like, then just be one. Like Mm. wake up one day, get some clothes, do do a shoot, put in your bio that you're a stylist (laughs) and that is, and you're a stylist. That's how I see it. A lot of people think, you know, are very, what's the word, purist about Mm. these sorts of things and think, you know, there's a, more traditional way to do it and mm. you have to have all these qualifications I don't believe in all that I think that it would be great if I had a fashion degree I think I would you know be much better at my job but I'm happy with the process I'm going on now and improving every season and hiring a freelance designer if I need so I haven't done that yet but it's definitely something I will do in future and mm. I think sometimes as a business owner well not even sometimes, all of the time. You're not going to be the best at everything or know mm, everything. Yeah. And you can definitely hire someone to do that. Um, so yeah, that's that's how I did it. <laughs> that is amazing. You literally just almost just jumped. Yeah. Literally. And I yeah. think obviously in, in being a business person, you have to just have that ability to just jump and just go for it. Because like yeah. with the salon... I don't, I don't know anything about hair. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Now I do, but it, I kind of just had to, I was just there and I just had to just make yeah. it make it work. Do you know what I mean? Have you ever had moments when you felt like, this is too much, I'm a blogger, this is what I want to do? Because obviously, like as a fashion blogger, like you said, you're waiting for collaborations and you're working with people and they're paying you and it's like, it's nice. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. this is my passion, I'm enjoying this. Mm-hmm. Have you ever felt like, okay, how am I going to balance this out this feels a lot to handle 100% I felt like how am I going to balance this last like during my do my degree this year mm. there were times when I thought I was going mad yeah. because it was just too much it's too much I've I spread myself thin and if I did less I would be able to focus and probably get better results from each thing rather mm. than spreading myself across but I think what comes with not special not like going to fashion school and doing a fashion degree I can't put everything into just a fashion brand because I, I'm not a specialist, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So 
I'm also good at creating content Mm. and blogging. So I'm also going to do that. And both of those are important to me. Mm -hmm. And maybe if I, you know, was, you know, a specialist and I studied this, then I would focus on that. But that's not what challenges me, Mm -hmm. doesn't inspire me. I want to do everything I want to do. And I believe that it can be done. Um, I'm not saying it's the best way to go, but it's my way to go. Yeah. Um, So I definitely struggle with balancing everything, especially with introducing a degree. It's very difficult. I call my mom, I cry. I cry a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just in general. It's just how I kind of get my frustration yeah, out. Yeah. Um, but I just do. I just do. I just try and sleep and work out and I work. I see my friends, but I don't have like a super active social life. I don't watch any TV shows, not a single one. I've been watching Love Island this summer because okay. my family watches yeah. it, but I don't watch anything. Game of Thrones, no- nothing. You don't watch anything? I don't have the time and I don't have the ability to concentrate on it because a million things are running through my mind. Yeah. I would just rather work. So that's that's something I've I don't have to worry about. Yeah. You know, that's some additional time yeah. that I can spend. Because there's just stuff you have to sacrifice. Yeah. I guess also not having a relationship this whole time. Yeah. But I have my friends who are kind of like my girlfriends. So <laughs> I make time for that. Yeah. Um Yes, it's it's hard. There's no other way to put it. It's hard. You just have to balance it how best you can. Yeah. I'm not a G at planning or balancing, but I do it. You sound like a G. But I'm not. <laughs> you sound like a G. I'm like looking here and I'm like, oh, she doesn't watch any shows. Like, so I watch every show. How did I find the time? <laughs> Maybe if I put those shows aside, I'll no, be doing even more. No, but that's important to you, you know? Like yeah. for me, it's important to me to be on the phone to my mom for an hour or to see my friends every few weeks or sometimes multiple times a week. Okay, so we yeah. just choose what's important yeah, to us. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And prioritize. Like, I know what feeds my soul. It's not the shows. I can't concentrate. Like, I don't <laughs> find them interesting. <laughs> so I do what feeds my soul. No, that's <laughs> so important. Doing what feeds your soul. I love that. I actually love that saying. Like, I just, like I said before, I feel like you're very self-aware. You know, and um, I read recently someone was doing like um, like an energy graph and basically she was basically um, trying to graph out what gives her energy and what takes her energy yeah. away. Yeah. And I was like, I need to do this because sometimes you don't even realize, you know, it could even be certain things that you're watching that instead of actually feeding your soul actually takes it away or spending too much time on social media instead of it feeding your soul with inspiration it's taking something away because you're comparing yourself and spending time with your friends that's feeding your soul or working out feeding your soul and you know engaging in unnecessary conversations that's taking away your energy you know so I was thinking to myself just the other day I was like you know what I need to do that because I think you become an even better business person or whatever it is that you're doing when you are so self-aware and that self-care is there yeah. you know but often people are like oh I'm working I'm working I'm working I don't have time oh I don't have time to sleep I don't have time to eat it's the grind oh, it's, it's the so grind. important for me to sleep oh, like, I, have to I haven't sleep. slept enough because um too much light comes into my apartment which I need to fix yeah and it's bugging me yeah. sleep is so important to me so important I don't believe it I'll sleep when I die oh uh, no. no I need to sleep, <laughs> sleep now now, <laughs> now. I am exactly <laughs> the same I need sleep now I need to get like seven hours sleep without seven hours sleep I literally can't because I can't work out either like yeah. I'm so weak at the gym it just yeah. doesn't work yeah. yeah that's amazing okay so I'm just trying to like paint this picture because I just want to make sure I get everything um, just understanding your journey like fully 
Um, so in terms of like, because you're a blogger, you understand the power of influence. So how do you go about, because you are your brand with Kai Collective, like you, the way you dress your pieces on yourself, like even me, I'm like, I need to buy this now and put stuff in my basket. Like I need it, I need it, I need it kind of thing. So do you still feel the need to work with influencers, even though like you yourself aren't influencer and you actually sell your clothes yourself in a sense? So was that a conscious decision to like, I'm going to be my brand and I'm going to be the face of it? Was that conscious or was it, it did it just happen? Um, it just happened because it's the most affordable thing for me to do right now. Mm. 100% need to work with influencers and I do. Mm-hmm. I don't pay anyone to work with them. So it's just whoever I approach and is happy to do it for free or whoever approaches me. Because it's a small brand, I always think it's so crazy when um, like I approach someone or someone approaches me, especially when they're like a black woman and mm. asks me to pay them. Because I'm, I always think you either have never run a business in your life mm. because you see the size of my business. Yeah. And obviously, if Coca-Cola approached me, I'm not going to do anything for free. But I have a rule where if it's a young black woman, I'll do it for free mm. every single time. And yeah. anyone who is a young black woman who has a yeah. business will tell you. It's pretty much if it's a young person in general. Yeah. But I have an extra, you know, feeling of loyalty. Like if someone who was non young black or yeah. non-black yeah. or non-black woman yeah. partic- particularly <laughs> had investors and yeah. wanted to pay me then I would collect the money um, <laughs> yeah but I just have a real soft spot for black women trying to get it because I know how difficult it is mm-hmm. and I don't ask them to pay me I don't have money to pay any influencer yeah. like that is not my priority yeah. in my business at the moment my priority is actually having enough money to make the clothes and yeah, keep exactly. the business going. Exactly. So um, I work. I've collaborated with beautiful, amazing influencers that create um, beautiful content, yeah. and I'm so grateful for the support. And a lot of people really just support you. You know, like yeah. if you just approach people on a level. Obviously, if you're getting your your like assistant to message people and it's very impersonal then they're going to be like okay, okay run me well, my, my check. Feet, yeah but i just approach people and i'm like this is who i am i have this small business it's very small i would love if you know you wore the clothes i don't have a budget but you can have whatever you want from the brand mm. most people actually respect that because people know like you know that i'm not top shop do you know what i mean yeah so no i it's very important to work yeah. with brands i'm an influencer but I have under 100k followers. Even if I had 5 million, even influencers that have 5 million followers still work with other influencers, even yeah. celebrities. Yeah. Rihanna with Fancy BC, she still works with all the yeah. BC bloggers because the world is big and there's a lot of people that you can't reach. And even mm. if you could reach them, people like different things about different people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So even if someone followed me and saw me wearing Kai, they might not buy it until someone else wore it do you know what i mean because they preferred the way it looked on them or they preferred that person's personality so that person appealed to them more Mm -hmm. so yeah because you're an influencer it can actually work against you if you feel like you're enough for your brand Mm. because launching i thought i'd be rich by now to be honest i thought i'd be a millionaire i thought i was gonna launch it was gonna (laughs) sell out i was gonna order more very far from that that absolutely did not happen Mm. but i overestimated the power of my influence as an influencer, because you're an influencer, does not mean that your business is automatically going to be successful. You're going to have the same challenges as most businesses. You just have a few more people who are loyal to your brand who will be your first buyers. But mm. beyond that, 
still needs to graft and attract and put that work you know, in the audience yeah 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 yeah. and that's important to really know actually yeah. because a lot of people would think oh yeah i'm an influencer so of course it's yeah. gonna sell like it's gonna be easy you know but it's it just go it, it helps but i love what you said about that approach to just approach the right people and just be sincere like hey this is who i am this is my business and i'd love for you to be part of it and it's up to that person to now say okay cool i'd love to do it or if it's that person that is being difficult like oh yeah you know i charge this amount and per that's post. absolutely fine and that is and fine exactly that, but, that's you your know, grind you're not, you're not for me yeah so yeah I exactly keep moving. <laughs> exactly exactly so when you did mention like in the beginning i've seen you tweet this as well like a lot of people don't realize that when you do have your own business um you don't often pay yourself yeah straight away <laughs> like yeah but people think i've got my own business rich 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 no. like how has that process been like for you like obviously understanding that okay i'm not gonna sell out straight away and yeah. every money that i do get that goes back into, into the, the business. business yeah it's just what it is i haven't yeah. paid myself so recently i had enough money to pay myself and yeah it was very awkward yeah <laughs> i was very <laughs> scared you feel like someone was watching you like well are you sure you should do that yeah i'm just like are you sure do you really want to do that yeah you know and i feel that there's a balance mm. there should be a balance because yeah should pay yourself at some point yeah like, the amount of work i've put into the business the business is not does not make enough money to even pay me yeah to you know f- for me to reap my w- rewards but that's in the future yeah and that's absolutely fine but yeah sometimes like when you start you're just not going to be able to pay yourself but that's why it's good to have multiple streams of income yeah. and that's why i'm still a blogger and i to be honest even if it didn't have to do with the money i would still create content because i genuinely love it mm. i think it's so much fun it challenges me mm. um i'm so much more creative than i thought i was mm. growing up i didn't really consider myself a creative person i never studied studied arts nothing mm. um and sometimes when I create some images, I'm like, like, this Whoa, is sick. This is art. So I, I will never stop that. Yeah. Um, I will always do that. Yeah. Yeah. So did you, do you think you've had any maybe very defining moments? Because I feel like for me, um, like I'm growing and I'm knowing myself a lot, you know, but in the last maybe two years, I felt, I feel like I've really, really grown and I've had some really defining moments as giving me clarity about how I like to work, um, how I want to run my business, who I am and stuff like that. So for you, do you feel like you've had any like defining moments that's been like, okay, actually, because you mentioned earlier that if you want to do something, you're going to do it. But have you always been like that? Or did you have a defining moment in your life where it was like, okay, I've learned my lesson from this. Now I need to be like that. I need to focus on myself or, you know, with my, with your business, it's very much, okay, this is what I need to do. It is what it is. I'm not going to dwell on the fact that I can't pay myself. That's how it is. Did you have a defining moment that led you to be like that? Or is just that you're just, that just your character? I think it's just my character. Mm. I definitely learned lesson, lessons along the way. But I think they've been small rather than... My huge defining moments have been like moments when I realized that nobody in this world knows much, which sounds so (laughs) silly, but I think we spend so much time, especially with the kind of influencing work, worried about what other people will think or Mm. not wanting to start a business because we're scared of being judged. But then I started things with no qualifications and my stuff was amazing Mm. and was better than some people who have the qualifications. Sometimes it's crap, but sometimes it's amazing. And it's just like... It's kind of a fluke. You just have to do it. So yeah. I realized that 
I'm never going to have all the answers before I start and nobody else does. Mm. And a lot of other people who we think are amazing and know what they're doing don't. Mm. So I realized that there was nothing to fear. I don't mm. fear any other human being in this world. I don't. I have a group of people whose opinions really matter to me mm. and I take feedback about my business. Like So the other day I asked on my Instagram story, which is so important, like, you guys have shopped this website. A lot of people shopped for the first time in the past 10 years because I had a huge sale. What did you like? What did you not like? Mm. I'll take feedback from the people who shopped my website. Mm. And a lot of it was harsh. And I really appreciate that because I said, you know what? Don't hold back. I have a website designer now working to yeah. change everything. You know what I mean? But I don't take feedback from people who don't know what they're who <laughs> You know, you never shop the site, but all you have to say is, oh, it's too expensive. Buy. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, I take feedback from people who have experienced what, you know, I'm doing or... So I just realized that I couldn't listen to everyone. Mm. I just hushed out the noise from yeah. most people. Yeah. And realized that my... Wherever I am now is valid. Like, mm. on my journey. No, Yeah, every point is valid. And I can create whatever I want to create at any point as long as I know that I'm doing my research and I'm doing my work to improve myself. Mm -hmm. And I think that realization has helped me in my business mm -hmm. immensely because yeah. I'm not scared. I'm not scared to try something out and it doesn't work. I'm not scared for, I realized that, oh, I realized that I was creating too much for myself. Mm -hmm. And so like with my first collection, a lot of things I made were things that I wanted to wear, but not necessarily other people wanted to wear. So now I ask for my friends, I ask people on my Instagram story, do you want this or this? Mm. My most, my summer drop, a lot of it was because people said what colors they wanted. Guys, what color should I make that dress in? Mm. And that is, you know, what I realized that that was really important. That yeah. is what fuels my business and fuels my fire because mm. I've built this amazing community and it would be a shame to leave them out of it. So yeah. I like to show them my process. So that was a defining moment, realizing that actually... You might not like unsolicited feedback about some things, but about many things, it's really important. Yeah. And everyone is just kind of fluking. That's not the winging word. it. Winging it. <laughs> Everyone's winging it. So yeah. wing it to start winging it earlier so that, you exactly. know, you know what you're, what you're doing ASAP. So that has defined everything. Just realizing that nobody has it all figured out. And now I'm not scared of anything, of anyone. But apart from that, everything has just been gradual learning that, oh, this didn't work. So let me try this. And mm. oh, this worked better. And mm. that kind of thing. It's just all been gradual. Yeah. And I let myself make mistakes. I let myself like abandon things I used to know. And mm. like, I don't believe in a lot of things I believed in growing up, like whether that has to do with, you know, religion or relationships. Mm. And I'm fine with that. Mm. At first I thought, oh my God, I'm lost. I don't believe in what I believed in growing up. But then I'm not the same person yeah and i'm not lost i'm just rediscovering myself yeah. and what i really believe yeah so yeah you spoke about community and um i know that you did a video about you know creating a mailing list and stuff is that i know is that something that's really important that idea of creating a, a community even outside of social media do you feel like that's made that's a major key 100 percent. i believe in community of really close friends and I believe as a business in community of your customers. So I'm still trying to think like, how can I give back to the people who, not even give back, that makes it sound like some type of charity thing. Yeah. How can I give to the people who shop my business the most? You know, what can mm. I do to make them realize that they are keeping me going, yeah. keeping the business going, keeping my life going? Yeah. And how can I invest in this relationship? Mm. So relationships are so 
so important just in general i think people spend all their lives like looking for romantic love and that's amazing and i you know i think that romantic like a good romantic love can give you so much of so much of a healthy foundation as a person and you know feel you and inspire you but community in so many other ways is so important so mm. friends like i have a solid group of friends mm. um and i have a solid group of followers who mm. are, have become friends mm. who i speak to in my instagram dms and i reply comments as much as i can and relationships are important yeah conversations are important interactions yeah. with other human beings are important it's just about focusing on the right ones and the ones that give you energy and don't take from your energy and mm. drawing boundaries but yeah, yeah community is like it's key. T- is way up there yeah and yeah. people don't really talk about it enough especially relation like relationships with your girlfriends you know like it can be lonely you know especially like becoming an adult can be lonely yeah do you know what i mean yeah and imagine like everyone you're fighting with you don't want to oh yeah burning this bridge i'm burning that bridge and you don't have that i don't really believe in that though i've I've learned because i think i have kind people around me yeah so even when i've felt away because i'm sensitive and someone's done something it's never really had to get to a place of burning a bridge i have i i don't know i've been blessed with good people around me there's only ever maybe one person in life that I've ever cut off, and that was when I was much younger. Yeah. Um, I believe in people. I do. I believe that most people are not naturally like wicked. Yeah. I don't know. I'm struggling with that because yeah. I'm realizing that in life people just actually have negative intentions, and yeah. I genuinely don't understand that. But luckily, they're not in my in your immediate, immediate circle. circle. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, Oh no, our friendships have are so important. I'm a loner, so I'm hundred percent okay to be alone. I'm hardly ever lonely. Sometimes I am, but it's very rare yeah. because if I have someone in my space for so long, I like I'm an introvert, so I get like, oh my god, I this need is too to be much. alone. I need to breathe. It's way too much. So I get my energy from being alone. Yeah. But I know that, you know, at some point I'm like, okay, no, I need this energy, this person's energy female energy or male energy and then yeah. i put myself in the situation where yeah. i need to be yeah um yeah yeah i was gonna ask actually what has been the hardest like the hardest moment in what you do in i don't know which part like it i guess i kind of see it as all together kind of thing but what's been the hardest um have you ha- yeah what's been the hardest moment in your business during your journey of your business Mm. the hardest moments probably would be it all has to do with money <laughs> but like what making stuff and not yeah. having enough money to mm. pay the manufacturers and mm. you know this stuff needs to come out now and I need to find that money or you okay so last summer you make the stuff You've paid and they ship it, then they lose your packages and you don't have insurance and oh. it just feels like, oh, what the hell? And every wow. day there's a new challenge. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Those, those Those types of things. It all has to do with like the product getting lost or not having enough money to pay for it and having to look for the money. But money things usually are sorted out, to be honest. Yeah. Like eventually, like it does find a way to yeah, be yeah, to sorted, get sorted out. But just, you know, the feeling of like, 
am I doing the right thing? Yeah. When it when is this going to work? Like, am I just going to keep putting money into this thing? Mm. When is it going to take off? Just a feeling of confusion. Like, okay, how do I grow it? How do I have more of a USP up for my business? But they're just healthy challenges. Yeah. But my low points will be when, you know, something gets lost and I'm just like, so how do you I barely overcome something could like pay that? for it anyway. To be fair, they turned up eventually. Okay, I just good. couldn't track them. So thank God. But, yeah. um, I don't know. You just do. Yeah, you just you you survive just, it. Yeah. You have. I have people that I can call and cry to. I have mm. people that take my matters on their own heads yeah. and will sort it out for me as much as they can. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I think that through just seeing people like lose their lives young and things go really bad for mm. people, and I'm just like, there's more to life. Mm. There's really more to life. Like, okay. Stuff got lost. By the end of the day, it can be replaced and it's money. Do you know what I mean? Like, if I was to do with a real tragedy and, you know, someone couldn't be replaced, and I think that's when I would hit the rock bottom. Mm-hmm. But so far, I'm just like, it could be worse. Mm-hmm. I have to remember that I am so blessed mm-hmm. and really I have everything I need. Mm-hmm. My, regardless of this business, I have love, I have life, I have empathetic people around me Mm. i have laughter like at the end of the day i have i have so Mm. that's 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 a great way to 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 think about it you know because sometimes we really do get caught up in um bad things that are happening oh my gosh i don't have enough customers or i don't have enough money you know and i can't get this packaging that i want and stuff like that but when you put it like that that it could be worse you know as long as it's life there's hope so exactly and i don't even want to trivialize anyone's issues like yeah it could be worse but it also could be better so yeah it's not like oh just deal with it it could be worse but at the end of the day i just think what would really throw me off in life what do i really really like what keeps me going day to day is nothing I've ever had to worry about because mm. I've still been able to wake up every morning and continue the day. So mm. as long as it's none of those things, you know, yeah. we're okay. And I've become very comfortable with time, yeah. which I wasn't at the beginning because as I said to you, I thought I'd be like balling yeah. out of control by now. So how did you get to that place though of not Just when so you're broke for time. a long time and <laughs> you know, you just see shit. It's not changing in two months. Yeah. Uh, you have to become comfortable. Yeah. Like, you have to sit down and be like, okay, maybe I'm not going to, yeah. you know, be able to buy five Chanel bags or buy a house that I want yet. Yeah. But I'm happy. I'm living a life that I'm living my dream. I really am. It's just, I just don't have as much money as I would like to or as I, you know, feel I need. Mm. By the end of the day, I'm living my dream. And if all, if all that is going to happen is that it's going to take more time for me to get to where I want to be. That's fine. fine. And time is going by really quickly, you know. Yeah, and so quickly. So quickly. Yeah. As long as I have the time, as long as I am able to have health and, you know, experience, like, get there, then it's fine. I'm mm. fine with the journey. Like, there's a lot of happiness on this journey. And I'm learning so many lessons that mm. if I had been successful when I wanted to be, like, immediately I started. Yeah then I wouldn't know everything I know now and Mm. that would not be cool. So it's happening as it should. Yeah. Mm. This reminds me of um, a sermon that I heard, which was just about um, your perspective perspective i was gonna say perspective i don't know what word that is but your perspective like when we're gonna say perception i think may 
Yeah. yeah. So I mixed it together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but just your perspective when things happen, because listening to you talk, it's making me think, okay, actually, these certain things that I am going through, okay, what's my perspective on it? Am I seeing it as, oh my gosh, this is the worst thing that's happening. This is so challenging. I don't know what to do. Or am I seeing it as an opportunity to learn mm -hmm. and seeing it as, um, I'm glad I'm learning this now so that I don't have to learn this later. Yeah. Or I'm glad I learned that before because if I didn't know that, if I didn't learn it, I wouldn't be able to do what I'm doing now. Yeah. And I think that is such a key to surviving this life, like yeah. your perspective, like how you're seeing the challenges that are coming your way. Yeah. So I was going to ask, have you ever had a moment of feeling like you wanted to give up? But I feel like you've kind of yeah. answered it, but have you? Um, No, but I have had like, so it's not even all positive and this healthy perspective has been over time, you know? Mm -hmm. So when I first dealt, you know, when I first experienced these challenges, just before Kai started and, you know, I didn't maybe have enough money to start and I really wanted to start that summer and the money I thought I was going to get fell through. I was anxious and I have been depressed since I started my business when before I thought, I thought like anxiety and depression I trivialized them so much. I thought, like, okay, cool. Like, you're a little bit unhappy. Calm down. Yeah. But things like that are also so good because it humbles you and it teaches you about life and to respect other people and the way they say they feel because these things are real. Yeah. And you experience it and you're like, oh, shit, like, this is real. So, so I'm not always positive. how did you know it was real? How did you know in that moment that you were actually, okay, this is a bit more than... Because I know sad. myself and I know, you know... Yeah. Yeah, when you can't when you're scared to leave your house, like, wow. you know, then it's yeah. a problem. Yeah. So that's like an ongoing journey. But knowing myself, I know my triggers. I know what to avoid. I know that, okay, if I don't be around these sort of people and I'm by myself for too long, then I will slip and that sort of thing. So it's not always positive. Yeah. I just, I'm aware. So I know when I'm letting myself go and, you know, I'm aware. But yeah. it's not always, like, hunky-dory. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, as long as nothing too bad has happened, it's fine. Because sometimes it feels like shit and that's yeah, just yeah. that. No, no, no. And that's, yeah. that's the real, that's, <laughs> no, that's the reality of it. Do yeah. you know what I mean? And I think it's actually important for um, people to know that because often we idolize people. Yeah. You know, especially with social media. Yeah. And just, before we didn't have this kind of access to each other. Yeah. You know, growing up, it was very distant. You see people at school and then you go home and that's yeah. the end of that. MSN, you wasn't really seeing what people were doing 24-7. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Depending on where you grew up or whatever. So I think now we have so much access into people's lives. It's very, very easy to idolize people yeah. and to think, that person is just perfect, yeah. you know, it's, and, yeah. you know, similar to you, like, when I went through a really down time, I didn't even, I used to trivialize it as well, and people are like, oh, oh, I'm feeling sad, I'm like, about like, what, what is it that you're yeah. feeling so sad about, do you know what I mean? But it, it can happen, you know, when yeah. you get too deep in your thoughts, you do go through this phase, and what's even more difficult, I guess, is when you are in that space, but you still have to keep going, like, you don't have a life where you can, um, really disappear for real because your life is or your work is based on how much you're seeing or mm -hmm. you know the work that you're doing that's such a challenge you know yeah. and you can't be like I can't I'm not leaving my house because I don't feel yeah. good because you've got a meeting you, can't, you just don't leave yeah. the world's not going to end you know like, I know but you have to get to a place where you understand that <laughs> yeah. though do you know what I mean yeah. like you feel like oh if I don't go to work today if I don't go into my business today or if I don't go to this yeah. meeting but I prefer, I, my life matters more to exactly. me than the business. And sometimes, you know, doing or not doing things is literally to save your life. Yeah. And at the end of the day, like, you have to do that. And I think I learned 
just when you talk about like idolizing people, I would see on my worst days when I was dealing with my biggest challenges so far, someone messaged me like, oh my God, I wish I was you. I want your life. I want to be you. And I'm like, no, you don't. Yeah. And because of that, because of that experience, there's not one human being on this life who I'd rather be. Mm -hmm. Not a single person. Mm -hmm. I think Beyonce is divine. I have no (laughs) words. I just look at her and I'm like, I'm in awe, but I still wouldn't want to be her because there's so much that we don't see and everyone has their own challenges and I've realized that, okay, these are mine and I'm fine with them and I'm dealing with them. And through that, I'm finding so much happiness, so much, you know, sadness. Well, even in sadness, I find so much comfort now. Like, Mm. there's so much I've learned and there's so much I'm able to really appreciate. Just even things like Petrica, because Mm. sometimes, like, let's say I didn't leave my house when I was really sad I love like leaving my house and then having that sunset or mm. having that smell just after the rain. And I appreciate those moments so much. And I'm like, thank God, like I'm here to appreciate to, feel, to, to yeah. feel this. Yeah. So I appreciate the little things a lot. And I am grateful for that. Yeah. That, and that's really important. You keep like, because again, that's how, maybe that's how one can be really positive when you actually think of these things that people don't usually think about. Just the fact that you can breathe in the air and you can smell something and you, do you know what I mean? Because yeah. like, genuinely there are people who can't do that, but yeah. life can get so busy that you don't even think about that. So it kind of goes back to what you said about who you are, the idea that you do um, empathize with people because life can be so busy that it's just me, 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 me. But there are people who can't be busy and around because they can't leave their house without someone helping them yeah. or they can't breathe without a machine. And, you know, there's all of these things that we try not to even think about, you know, but it's real. There's more to life than our businesses or, yeah. you know, the other stuff that yeah, we're but doing. But even people who can't breathe with, without a machine and all these things, like, it's not over for them either. Yeah. There will be other things in their life lives that they can appreciate and there yeah. will be things in their lives that are better than other aspects of, of our, our lives. lives exactly so it's not really over for anyone yeah you know? it's just about focusing on your own journey wow this is wow yeah it's deep it's really deep because <laughs> you've like brought different elements it's not just about if you've got me thinking and i like that you've got me thinking a lot um i think you've really just mentioned everything i'm literally trying to think like what else can you talk about but you've literally mentioned your journey and one thing i didn't mention earlier um was just the idea of when you didn't get into the uni that you wanted to get into i love the fact that that wasn't a moment of it's done for me you started you kind of pivoted and you started something else and i just wanted to mention that because i think it's really important that you know we all set out goals that we want to achieve yeah and it can be discouraging when we don't it you know it doesn't hit it right on the head like okay like for me I thought I'll be in Hollywood by now but I'm not in Hollywood because I'm here talking to you (laughs) (laughs) but that doesn't mean that life doesn't go on and the fact that you didn't get into that uni that you really 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 wanted to get into but then you started a fashion blog which has led to where you are now so I just want to encourage people like if there are things that you want to do don't let that make you um don't get stuck yeah I'm so grateful you know 
Because imagine you didn't. Because yeah. imagine you didn't start your fashion blog. Yeah, I wouldn't. If I had got into the uni I wanted to go to, I probably would have never started. I'm so good. Even d- I got kicked out of Durham. Actually, I got kicked out. Yeah. So, so. what was that? So that's a defining <laughs> moment. Yeah, that was a defining moment. So what was that like? Um, at first I got kicked out twice. Once I appealed, and then they let me back, and then I got kicked out again. And um. At first, I was like, shit. But then I realized that I didn't want to be there anyway. Like, I needed to be in London. I had to be in London so much because of my work. And I was yeah. missing so much school. And in the end, I'm glad. I, I'm glad. It's, it's a cool story yeah. for my book, you know. Yeah. But at this time when you feel like, oh, it's all, it's just never all over. Like, yeah. I'm going to turn everything into a story. And mm. I'm going to use everything to make my life more interesting and more rewarding. Yeah. And... I, you, at the time, like, to be honest, by the time I got kicked out of drum, I'd already dealt with so much failure, like, but not getting into uni when I was 19 or whatever was my first failure. Yeah. But I'm so glad that that happened because, yeah, it's all led me here. Every single thing, even things like not getting certain jobs, you know, you're meant to do this collaboration with the company. I hardly sweat failure anymore. Mm. Um yeah, I I hardly do. Yeah. I was meant to do it. <laughs> I was meant to do a job with Cartier like way back, like three years ago, which would have been my first like really, you know, luxury mm. brand collaboration, most luxury brand collaborations so far, three or four years ago, and um, they ended up like not wanting to work with me for a reason. Something yeah. it was my fault. Um, yeah, something to do with my something I'd posted, and at the time I thought this is so embarrassing, oh. and I've been blacklisted by Cartier, and I was I felt really crappy, but. Now I don't care. I'll work with a competitor yeah. one day. Do you know what I mean? Like, and until then, I'll put it in my book. It's interesting. Yeah, no, it is. It adds to the story, and yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it just it gives it all gives me life, and it all leads me to where I should be. And a lot of the time, you think this is what it should be. I should be a lawyer, and I should do this, but and then there's always another way to mm, get to where, where you want you to know? get to. And there's. Yeah. Maybe you feel like your purpose is to inspire people through your words. And so you think that you're meant to be a singer. And if you don't make it as a singer, but you end up, you know, writing so much about your failed experience and you end up selling a bestseller, you mm. still get to inspire. fulfill the purpose of inspiring people through your words. There's just always a way. Mm. So I believe in crying, you know, being devastated. But not for too long, man. Get up. Yeah. <laughs> What's next? <laughs> so that's that's what I believe. I feel like that's a Nigerian and you. What's next? What's the next thing? Like, Honestly, I'm not going to. What is next? And I've been taught that in drama school, that's what they said to us. They were like, okay, if you are disappointed with something, which in my industry, you are disappointed, like, all the time, you know, because they're like, they will say to you, oh, you've been penciled for this job and you're waiting. Like, okay, that means I've got the job. And then it's like, sorry, they went with someone else. And you're like, oh. Yeah. You know, but they said to us, you've got 24 hours, you know, deal with it, yeah. accept it, cry. And then you get up and you move. It's so inspiring, though. Like you when, know. you know, something doesn't come through and you make something big out of it. Like, mm-hmm. I'm so proud of myself for you how much be. I I believe in myself. All these things, everything I've missed and the way that I've pivoted and made something else happen mm. has made me, I believe in myself so much. I know that whatever happens, I'll be fine. Mm. I know that if I lost everything today, I know I'll make it in another way. Mm. And that's just because I've dealt with failing and I've been able to make something out of it. It's just putting me this huge dependence on myself. If today I have a huge challenge and I know that 
it feels like the end of the world. I'm, I just go to bed and the next morning I'll fix it mm. or the next week or something. Do you know what I mean? I just believe in myself. I will never let it be over for mm. myself. It can't, no matter what happened, it's mm. just never going to be over until the day I die. Mm. <laughs> Girl. Well, that's a good way to round it up. What else? What else can I add? What else can I add to that? Like, it's it's just it's not over till it's over. Yeah, as simple as that. You know what, Fasaya? Thank you so much. Thank you for I coming on. Like, I'm so yeah. I love it. I love. Oh, before I go, actually, what I need. Yeah, okay. My last thing, and then okay. it's done. I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying myself. As well. <laughs> what would be three tips that you would give? to someone who either wants to get into fashion blogging or wants to start their own business three tips one why are you doing it make sure you're doing it because you're passionate about it Mm -hmm. if you're doing it just for the money it's gonna take some time most likely except you're like i don't know the owners of instagram Mm -hmm. and you just grow really quickly so but even them they have to be passionate passion is so important yeah so make sure you're passionate about it especially with fashion blogging don't just copy someone else. Don't just copy someone else's idea. You can definitely learn things from other people and improve on them and you can borrow, like, take little things. Mm. But you need a unique perspective. Everything you do needs to be because it came from the real you and you're not just doing it because you saw it somewhere. Mm. Sol- solve a problem. Mm. Um, help people with their own problems. Yeah, so even if you're fashion blogging, Think about what perspective you can put out. If you're like a really short person, maybe you, you're trying to show petite people how to tailor their clothes to suit them every mm. time. Like, oh, there's nothing you can't wear mm. just because you're petite. Have a unique angle, basically, because mm. there's so many people in the market these days. But I, it is saturated, but I don't believe it's oversaturated mm. because a lot of people are just posting the same thing and they're not going to last. Mm-hmm. Um, there's space for people who have a unique point of view. Get, and then the third thing would just be with to, with starting a business in general. Just keep going. Have a we go again attitude. Get comfortable with time. And just go again every single time. Wake up the next morning and go again. Like always put your best foot forward. Never stay down for too long. Be down. I believe in being down and, you know, feeling things. But mm. go again, go again, go again. Mm. Yeah. Yes, go mm-hmm. again, go again, go again. Pasaya, <laughs> thank you so much thank for... You being open and sharing your journey so far i'm sure that people listening will be super 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 inspired thank you guys for listening and chilling with me today thank you for having me yeah (laughs) bye